0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Alright, welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes with com. So our guest today is um, Malaysian artist who have really have featured on the site before, Ahmad Fuad Osman. Um, besides being an artist, he is also the curator of a very successful exhibition known as Enrique di Melaka Memorial Project. Um, so, the project was such a hit um, that we've asked him to come to the show and tell us everything about um, Enrique and why he decided to set up the whole exhibition. So, um, without further ado, let's bring forward to the show and ask him everything that we um we'd like to know about this um historical figure. Um so um hi Fuad, how are you today?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, June, for having me today.
0: Yes, good. as usual, yeah. thank you for joining us. <laughs> no so problem. um Let's dive right into the question. So this project is around it's 2016, right? Around five years old, right?
1: Started in 2016, but I must say that it's still ongoing because there are stuff that I'm still adding on until today. Just like a normal um, uh, memorial or a museum, you know, whenever you come across something that you feel fit in the collection, then... I keep on putting it. You know, there are things that I'm still um, looking for. Uh, yeah, it's still going on.
0: Okay, great. So let's take it from the top. Huh? Who is this guy, Enrique?
1: Okay. Um, Enrique de Malacca. Uh, everyone knows Magellan, I'm sure, right? Ferdinand Magellan, who is very famous because uh, from you know, his history, uh, we know that uh, Ferdinand Magellan was the first man to circumnavigate the world. But um, not many people um, remember or know that uh, Magellan actually died uh, in Maktan in 19, uh, in 1521 27 April 1521. Uh, 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 he died there without completing the whole 360 degrees of uh, circumnavigation. Um, and uh, Enrique was actually his um, a slave or his personal assistant, you know, and um, he was uh, captured uh, in Malacca or captured or bought until today. We don't really sure, you know, Um, but he was from uh, Malacca. That's why he was called Enrique de Malacca. He is called uh, Enrique de Malacca. So after the fall of uh, Malacca, Uh, In 1511, um, uh, Magellan took um, Enrique with him back to Portugal and then um, uh, something happened, you know, between Magellan and his his, um, king. And then um, he moved to Spain and then from Spain in 1519, uh, they made this epic. A voyage that's very famous, Amada di uh Amada di Moloka uh, uh, voyage. You know, so uh, uh, that's that's Enrique. That that, that uh, we know. He he's he's from here. He's from uh, Nusantara. You know, uh, but whether he's from uh, Sumatra or or Maluku, uh, because. He's being the subject of counterclaim between these three countries up until today, you know, uh, between Malaysia, Indonesia, and Philippines. So this um, th- these are the things that makes me interested to to go into this project. Yeah.
0: Okay, so he's orang uh, Malay. He's Malay, right? Basically? He's
1: Malay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so um, without this exhibition, right, I must be very honest with you, I wouldn't have known who. Enrique di Melaka okay. was, uh, you know, yeah. because um we have not really learned about him in history, yeah. but from past interviews I've read about you and this uh, topic, you yeah. said that you actually found out about him while in history class. Is that right?
1: No, actually, I discovered him when uh, I was around, I think 16 years old, you know, I, I discovered him through a, a small book. It's called Panglima Awang um written in 1957 and published in 1958 you know um it was my my mom's uh small book collections so i read about 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 this uh of course the the author changed his name you know uh to localize it you know so he he, he named him uh, pang lima awang you know so through this book, I know the existence of uh, Enrique de Melaka. But of course, he, he doesn't mention anything about, about Enrique de Melaka. I just call him Panglima Awang. But the story itself was based on uh, the uh, story of Enrique, the history of uh, Enrique. Uh, so for me, it, it, it left a very strong mark. You know, even though I was not an artist yet at that time, because I was st- I was still in school at that time. But it stuck inside me, imagining that someone uh, from this part of the world uh, during that time, at the age of discovery, 15, uh, 16th century, uh, the possibility of uh, him um, being the first man to circumnavigate the world instead of Magellan himself and um, uh, Elcano, uh, because he was from here, and then they they came came back, you know, in in 1519, to um to this this part of the world in santara and Magellan died, and he survived. That you know this 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 thing, you know, possibly could make him the first man to circumnavigate the uh, the world, oh, wow. but but because of he's a slave, he's a Malays, uh, you know, someone from this part of the world, you know, and the people who wrote history is, of course, from there, right? So yeah. these are the things that um, I found very interesting, you know, so when I first read that, it stuck in me, but uh, still um, nothing happened because, um, you know, I, I did, I, I didn't involve in any anything with art uh, anymore at that time. But in two thousand five, I moved my studio. I was already practicing uh, artist yeah, at that time. I moved my studio from uh, Kuala Lumpur to Malacca. So one of the main projects I wanted to delve into is this because uh, now I'm right in Malacca. So one of the first thing that you know, came up, you know, pop up into my mind again. Was this? But when I started to do some research, uh, I thought, wow, this is gonna be quite a big, big project. You know, I I can't simply present him with just a a, a piece of painting, you know, a few prints or you know a sculpture of him. You know, it it has to be more than that. So, meaning that I need a lot of funding to do oh, that yes. right mm-hmm. so the project just just you know just stay there because i have i'm waiting for the right moment and all that so uh until 2016 when i was approached by a curator of uh, singapore biennale mm-hmm. you know to you know, they asked me if I had, if my work had had something to do with uh um, a Nusantara um, maritime history, you know. So at that time, I I don't have my my, my work have nothing to do with that um, at all at that time. Yeah, but I told them that I do have something in mind that I have been I have been keeping for quite some time um, that really deals with um, the maritime history, not just Nusantara but the world, uh, you know, uh, maritime history. So I, I wrote them the, the proposal and uh, they accept my proposal and they commissioned me. So that's how it happened. You know, this, okay, this so whole project. Yeah.
0: So how long were you working on it? Like, basically like
1: 10 years? Um, the idea started, I, I, I had the idea to really work on this was, yeah, I, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe around 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 that, you know. It's, uh, of course, it's more than five years. Uh, it's is inside me, but then uh, in two thousand sixteen, I because of the time constraint, right? Because we have we have a time frame to pro to produce, because uh, we need to present it uh, in two thousand sixteen. So um, I worked for it. I think around uh, six months mm-hmm. to produce. So. Um, uh, but of course, I I, I work with um, a lot of uh, assistants with me,
0: mm.
1: you know, because um, I work in three three countries at the time. I have to, to be in in uh, Jakarta, I have to be in Maluku, and then I have to go to uh, Mactan Cebu. And then I come back here, uh, Kuala Lumpur, and then go back to my studio in Bali to, to you know, monitor all this production at one time, you know. So, within, um, yeah, basically, I think we worked for five to six months to to produce all these objects, paintings, uh, videos, and prints. Uh, Yeah.
0: Okay. So, you mentioned, right, um, that in previous interview, you had this idea and it didn't want to leave you. It kept nudging you, like, forcing you, like, okay, you have to do something, you have to do something. Do you think like um you were like the chosen one to bring his story out to the world? Because nobody actually knows him. He's not in the Sejarah at all. Like, you know, in our history books, right? In our school books, he's not not even a mention at all.
1: I, I I can't say that I'm 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 the chosen one to produce this. Uh it's just that my 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 interest is really big, you know, for for this project because um uh like you said, it stuck, it's stuck in me, right? I have to do this, I have to do something about this, because um, yeah, because one of the things is that not many people knows about this this history, mm. it's a kind of a hidden history, mm, so mm. I need to highlight this again, mm. so um, one of the the advantage of uh, visual arts is that you know, so we as a visual artist we we can make. Things visible, right? Because we deal with with uh, objects, we, de- we we deal with um, uh, something that we we could we could see, we could experience uh, visually. So, um, <clears throat> for for this project is is a history. So now, um, we as an artist, we we have a freedom to reinterpret history. Visually, so with this, I think it's it's proven that uh, through this project, a lot of people came to know him. You know, yeah. a lot of people also came to me and asking me a lot of questions uh, mm-hmm. about him because of of this. Because they can see,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh-huh. even even um, uh, before this, they just heard. You know, mm-hmm. it, it 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 it's uh, it's different because mm-hmm. now you can see, even though it's it's a it's a. Uh, a mixture of of, um, of um, fictional uh, and and it's it's based uh, from the real history, you know. So it, it's a mix. It's a mixture of history and fiction, but somehow um, I managed to attract people's attention. Uh, through this project, because they can really see all those objects or all, all the paintings, the people around it, Jalan and you know, uh, and uh, the um, whatever that that happened, you know, between uh, in in uh, the voyage, you know. So uh, yeah, I think I think it's it's uh, very important. Uh, for an artist to take up this kind of uh, projects because uh, because of this, we can visualize the things that um, because nowadays you, you, you just imagine if people want, want to read volumes of Historical yeah, facts yeah. you know, so uh, I don't think this new generation especially they won't spend too much time <laughs> reading yeah, exactly. you know everything's just visual right now yeah they yeah. want you know very very uh, easily you know
0: <laughs> yeah yeah okay um what tell me uh, how like, you know, I've been to Melaka and there's all this gravestone of Hang, Kast- Hang Tua, Hang Kasturi. Mm. There's no gravestone of NK Melaka when he's actually from Melaka. Yeah. And then you said just now, right, you had to go to Jakarta, you had to go to Maluku, you had to go to so many places, right? Like, yeah. where do you start digging information about this guy when there's nothing? Like, you know, there's hardly anything to begin with. Yes. So yes. how did you start? Like, where did you go first? Um... And also, right? Yeah. Does he have any descendants? Like any um, or was he a single guy and then he didn't have some any people, kids?
1: Yeah, some people <laughs> claim some people claim that he have descendants, he do have descendants. But uh, it's still uh, a counterclaim because um um the uh the claim a claim from, from Leisha um said that he after he, he came back. From uh, Maktan after Magellan's death, he came back to um, because Malacca was, was at that time still under Portuguese. He cannot go back to Malacca, right? But he came back here and then he ended up uh, joining the small community of um, uh, Minang, Minang Kabao people, you know. They settled in Negris, Milan. So he was supposed to, to, to be in Negris, Milan. Uh, and um, his descendants are supposed to be around Negris Milan. they even have um, his his grave, actually, you know this one yeah. historian yeah this one historian she claimed that the the grave that they they discovered in uh, Negris milan Rambauo uh, a few years ago was actually his his uh, grave, but a lot of people uh you know, dispute. yeah, dispute this, this claim also, uh, and um, some people in uh, uh, in Philippines in Cebu, they also claim that after the death of uh, Magellan, uh, Enrique stayed or stayed on, you know, you know, and get got married there and ha- have family there, but until today, I still try to to get. To get them to, you know, get me in contact with all these oh. this, uh, descendants. But <laughs> until today, they, they cannot, you uh, know. Prove it. Yeah, they, they cannot prove it, you know. Okay. But, uh, but I'm, I'm, still, I'm still open, you know. Yeah. To, okay, to tell me talks. how you...
0: Sorry um, to interrupt. How, how did you start finding information about this guy? Did you go on Google? Did okay. you call the libraries?
1: Um... First of all, of course, uh, I mentioned earlier, right? Um, I discovered him through this um, small book oh. called uh, Panglima Awang. That's mm-hmm. where uh, I came to know uh, about the story of Enrique de Malaka. Because um, this uh, author, Harun Amin Rashid, he mentioned that uh, Panglima Awang was really based on a real history, you know, the history of Enrique de Malaka. And uh, <coughs> Excuse me. From there, uh, I started my research. Of course, uh, in uh, Malacca Museum, but they have they have nothing. <laughs> I was I was really excited you know, to go there. Of course, uh, expecting a lot of things, you know, from from uh, Malacca Museum, but they have nothing. They have nothing. That's one of the reason. Also, I I, I cannot. Um, push on my 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 project at that time, two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah, at that time, and um, and then when I started this project in two thousand sixteen, the information is quite a lot already because the internet is already there, right? Uh, I can browse, I can Google about about him, and then of course I I went to um, uh, Malaysian Archive.
0: Mm.
1: And then um, there's a lot of um, documentation also. You know the mm-hmm. Portuguese uh, documentations in Malaysian archive, and then few other books, and then uh, um, book from from other writers also. Mm. And um, yes, if if we are going straight to the story of Enrique de Melaka I have to say that we don't have. We don't have, you know, uh, the story of Enrique de Molaka hundred percent. But yeah. what I what I did is that uh, because uh, within those ten years uh, from fifteen eleven, when he started uh, his journey, his journey with um, Ferdinand Magellan, they were very close. He was very very close uh, to Magellan. So wherever Magellan um, When uh, during that time, you know, between fifteen eleven until fifteen twenty one until Magellan's death, uh, we could say that Enrique was always with him. So what I did was um, I just I just follow uh, you know Magellan's uh, story, Magellan's uh, Uh history, Magellan's. Voyage or whatever, right? So whenever, uh, wherever Magellan's went, he was he was with him. So I just just through with him, and then uh, for the um, for the information about about him, uh, I can say that that's a, it's much much easier today, even though we cannot really prove and it's, it's again it's a counterclaim, but it's still okay for me because my project is is not about trying to prove that he is a Malacan you know whether he's from uh, Maluku it, it's not that it's not that you know so mm. I, I, I just, I just um, want to know I just want to know about him whether yeah. you know he, he, he's from where and where he ended you know I'm, I'm still open and um,
0: so um, is, Mal- Awang is, is Awang is Malay name
1: or given by the author
0: but of, what is his real M- Malay
1: name? We don't know. don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Oh.
0: okay.
1: There's and one, how one, one of the questions that that I, was seldom asked by the the audience, you know, because some some uh, Malay audience of course they wanted to retain his Malay name, you know. Why did I call the museum of Panglima Awang? You oh, know the the the, yeah. the project, the memorial of Panglima Awang. Why did I call it um, Enrique de Melaka? you know i said panglima awang is was, was, not his his real name it's a fictional name given by this author of uh, panglima awang you know harun bin rashid
0: mm-hmm.
1: well at least there's few documents um we, we can we can find a, a real name of of him right enrique de malacca given by this um, author of uh, given oh. this author of few um documents and uh, a journal by uh, like Antonio Pigapetta who followed the voyage also with Magellan, you know. So yes. he mentioned Enrique de Melaka. So it's his his uh, name, you know, even though it's a um, Christian name, you know, it's Enrique. Yeah. But I, I still have to use a real name. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So tell me how did Magellan and Enrique become friends and become very close did- Magellan come to Malacca, and then they met, or, or is that uh, too much?:
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's one of the most interesting thing for me, you know? because you can see there they are very, very uh, close, and Enrique was very special to Magellan until his last will and testament, Magellan's last will and testament, he mentioned Enrique's name that whenever and wherever that he died, automatically um, Enrique will be free. And he even gave, gave um, Enrique 10,000 Maravedis, you know, uh, if he died. You know, so uh, when he died in Maktan on the 27th April, 1521, so he automatically be a free man, you know. Uh, Enrique, but this this close, very close relationship. I don't know why, but it kind of opened up some other possibility for me as an artist to reinterpret this situation. You know, so yeah. as as a as a Malay from from this part of the world, we have all this uh, charm. We have, you know, uh, uh, we a Mantra and all that, yeah, right? Yeah. right? <laughs> so, so I I create, you know, I imagine, right? I imagine yeah. Enrique somehow had, you know, used, Mystic powers. yeah, oh,
0: <laughs> so oh yeah, had, so. had
1: used, had used, uh, this uh, talisman, this, uh, he, you know, this, uh, charm to somehow, um, make. You know, and uh, Magellan somehow, you know,
0: uh, like him.
1: You like him, very much. Yeah, because
0: Magellan is Portuguese, right? Is it Portuguese? Portuguese. Yes. yes, So I would wonder they would have a communication breakdown because one will be speaking Portuguese, another one will be speaking Malay Kuno, and then like, how do they communicate? (laughs) You know.
1: At first, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Tell me. Tell me. Um. This. Uh. For what. Um. When my angry uh, king was alive, was it the
1: same time as Hang Tua Hang Le Qiu? Uh, from what I heard from 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 the the um, documentation and all that, you know, from some of the his historian, mm-hmm. Hang Tua was still around at that time, but he was already old. He was already around eighty years plus. At that time, you know, while Enrique, when, when he was captured in uh, 1511, he was only around 15, uh, 16 years old. You know, according to um, uh, Magellan's uh, will, again, you know, he mentioned that in 1519, uh, when they started the journey, um, Enrique was already around 26, 26 hmm. years old. So uh, within 10 years, you know, so in 1511, Enrique was around 16, 16 years old. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. So why do you think the, what are some of the interesting anecdotes you found about him? Did you find any proof that he had mystic power?
1: I don't, I don't have all that, you know, it's just that me as a, as a visual artist, I know, Trying to um, um, how do I say this? Eh? Um, because interpret him. Yeah, I have mm. I have to interpret interpret him in such a way uh, that because if you look at the um, just for example eh, the the voyage itself for three years they undertook uh, from fifteen nineteen to fifteen twenty one and until they reach um, uh, uh, Philippines yeah it's not an easy voyage because it's a new route they went through a new route you know uh they went through the western route well normally they uh the the voyage uh before that uh from the Portuguese uh, mariners and all that they will normally took the um, um eastern route uh but because uh at one point, Magellan left Portugal uh, to Spain, and he was supported by a Spanish king. You know, he cannot go through the Portuguese uh, route, so uh, he he had to propose a new route. And because he he was one of the first believers of the the world is actually round, he believed that you know if the world is really round, you know it's it's the same. We can go right to the same point also if we go the other way around right mm, yep, yeah yeah yep. so oh, yep. uh so sorry I, <laughs> I lost the. no
0: worries okay yeah. tell me like why um all of us right like some malaysians okay like if i'll be very honest right if it wasn't for your exhibition i wouldn't have known about him so why has malaysian history erased him it, it's not erased it, it's there it's there but very small only, yeah, but why? Um, because it seems quite significant because he was a slave, um, slave boy, yeah, and yeah. he um ran around the world. And I think somewhere you've mentioned that he could have been the first one before Christopher Columbus. Uh, who? Uh, Magellan. I yeah, mean, Magellan. sorry, Enrique could after,
1: have after after, after yeah after, after Columbus.
0: Columbus. So the second person.
1: Um. Yeah, but but different route. Different, different road, road. yeah, and then okay. this is like like a, a full full circle, you know, um, mm-hmm. which which was um, never been done before. Uh, Magellan, you know. Okay, so and,
0: but why was the why is there very little mention about him in the history? Like we know about
1: him I, I think one of the reasons is that not um, many, uh, not many documents. Um, documented his name, you know, I mean, um, he was a slave. Again, I say he was a slave, yeah. you know. So whenever we, we talk about this uh, circumnavigation, um, the the history of circumnavigation and all that, no, no, nobody talked about him at that time, right? Mm. Nobody talked about him. So uh, even for the for the local historian um, I, I don't know it, it's not it's not many written uh, yeah. articles yeah. about him okay. uh, at that time but 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 now if you look uh, if you google about him there's there's a lot there's a lot already yeah. about him you know. Thanks to, you, yeah.
0: Thanks to you, I think. Thanks to you. I'm just by one the way, of them. <laughs> what was your, your initial int- intention of doing this? What did you expect to achieve from the exhibition?
1: First of all, I wanted to know. I must have wanted to know about him more.
0: Oh, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I
1: must have wanted to know more about him. So in the process of uh, learning about him, why not? Why not? Because I'm, I'm, I'm a visual artist. Why not? Ooh. I compile all... Um these materials, you know, and represent it again visually. you know so uh, instead of, of just me uh, learning about this uh, lost character,
0: mm. and then
1: why not I represent it again, you know, to share it with, with the public, with the audience. So that, that's what I thought um, uh, in, instead of just uh, documenting in a proper way right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay
0: what's next in this exhibition you said um it's still ongoing right it's not yep. done yep. Yep. so what is next like after this now it's COVID. you're stuck in kl um and then <laughs> once COVID uh, dies down and things go back to normal hopefully so are you planning to go on the road again because you've taken it to sarja you've taken yep. it to singapore this exhibition has brought you to a lot of places
1: yeah so what's hopefully. next for it yeah hope hopefully we can set sail again, you know yeah <laughs> we can go around again and um I mean apart from just this uh project because for me, I think this project um not not much anymore if I'm adding on uh to this particular project, it's just few more things, you know. So, um, I could just do it along the way, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, what I'm, I'm looking for after this project, you know, because through this project, I discovered a lot more um, interesting uh, and uh, possible uh, projects, you know, that, that oh. came out through this uh, Enrique project, you know? Oh. So, I can expand... Uh, more uh, projects just because of this, you know. So that's what I'm looking into now. Because uh, okay. there's also history of um, uh, Dutch VOC, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Dutch East India Company. Because this one is Portuguese, and then after Portuguese, Dutch came, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then um, from Dutch we have a British came. So there, there's a lot more coming in mm. right so we can see the the history of Southeast Asia you know um, but for me personally I, uh, I am going uh, deeper into the, uh, the history of Southeast Asia through this Enrique
0: project was it hard to stage this exhibition because you started when you started right you had nothing like basically no leads but then look at you now but initially,
1: was it hard to stage it? Um, yeah, because uh, first of all, the scale—the scale of it—is a, a is a museum-like. Yeah. And uh, I'm also trying, trying to retain the the scale and the and the value of the exhibit. You know, it cannot be simply exhibit anywhere, right? Because it's supposed to be uh, in, in, in a museum space. Um, even if it's, it's a temporary space, uh, we have to really look at the kind of space that we are going to, because the, the space itself um, will uh, enhance the work or it will kill the work, you know? Yeah, so that's, that's just uh, the space itself you know not not considering the logistic of it because i have now i think when we pack for the show i have now uh, around 23 big crates already so it's it's not easy so we are talking of course about the costing also right
0: mm.
1: <laughs> logistic and the, the yeah everything
0: okay one final question okay so one anecdote that you can share to the listeners about enrique that's not out there but you discovered and it's something new Ah, uh, what can i say eh? anecdote um or maybe a thing that we didn't know about him like like something that we didn't know about him was he tall was he handsome
1: we don't we don't know <laughs> the thing is that's why i re, i i, I re, reinterpreted myself you know did the work is my version of him, right? <laughs> the work is okay. my version of him. So, um, if if it's an, an anecdote, um, really? I, I I don't know. I mean, uh, what yeah. about physical
0: appearance? Was he um like you know? Yeah, um, okay.
1: For the physical appearance, uh, for for the Indonesian uh historian, because they really believe strongly that he came from Maluku itself. The, the source of the spice eh? and and uh, if he came from Maluku and he was from Maluku and then uh, he went to Sumatra for a while and then from Sumatra and he moved to Malacca and from Malacca uh, Magellan uh, got him right and then uh, the historian the Indonesian historian believed that if he was from Maluku, his feature. Must have been like uh, a bit more like a Papua New Guinea look.
0: Oh okay you know more, okay. more like like
1: a Australian aborigines, uh, right oh, but okay. but for me, I have to, I have to think of um, trying to free him a bit more in the sense of uh, I don't want to uh, locate him in just one uh, geographical reference, right. So if I choose to to present him like like a Papua New Guinea, we know already that he was, you know, from from that part of the world. But I wanted to retain the the interesting part of this counterclay between Malaysia, Indonesia, mm-hmm. and the Philippines. You know, so how do I present him uh, without without trying to 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 be up or to locate him, you know? being a a Malaysian or a a Filipino or Indonesian. So I have to choose the feature that could represent him um, that he could possibly came from. Whether if you believe that he's from uh, Philippines, yes, my character, he could still be from Philippines, right? If he's Malaysian, you know, my character could still be Malaysian. So if he's from Indonesia, he still could be from from Indonesia. So those are the things that I have to think, you know, how to present him. Um, And um, I think some of the challenges that that I have to face during the production uh, period was, you know, that.
0: Oh, but Nusantara those days was one big country, right? We didn't yeah. have Indonesia, Filipina. We were just yeah. like one. Yeah,
1: Okay. Yeah, right, cool. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right,
0: so that is all the time that we have for today. We have been just been speaking to um, a very renowned Malaysian artist, Ahmad Fuad Osman,